and we're live. Hey. I don't Bonus. believe you. Yeah. Oh, you don't believe us. I really don't believe you. Oh, well, well. We're here. We didn't ask you. Okay. Well, too bad. <laughs> too special bad anyways. Guest, special guest, because I'm sure he's not going to talk until we introduce <clears throat> him. Uh, I brought a friend along today. This is Tony Wilson. I don't know where he's in the channel. He's below me right now, though. I'm somewhere. Hello. Uh, yes, thank you for doing that, because it's true. Guests, uh, you know, I'm one of those guests who, like, I'll wait till you introduce me. So I appreciate not having to, like, sit in front of everybody quietly for, like, you know, two and a half to three minutes. So, you need uh, to suffer. That is your punishment for joining us. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, Tony's a friend of mine. Um, right now, though, if you want to get to know Tony... Uh, he has a cool YouTube channel. Don't go watch it at the moment because you're watching this. But um, no, leave the podcast right now. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. It's okay. Sit through sit through all the We're ad here. breaks. We're patient. Don't yeah. worry. Watch yeah. the ads twice, then go to Tony's channel. Um, but Tony, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and and your background and your cool channel? Sure. Um, well, I've been covering games for uh longer than you might think looking at me i guess <laughs> um but uh yeah so presently i uh i've started a youtube channel uh started it uh in november last year um called framework and uh the purpose of the channel is to look at uh parts of games that people tend to overlook so i wanted to talk about the games that people are still talking about it but hopefully come from an angle that some people aren't necessarily talking about um so, for example, the latest video um, is on Hitman 3. And specifically, um, you know, so I think a good number of people have picked up on, hey, this these games are actually, like, really funny, and I'm not quite sure why. They just are. So this latest video, I wanted to, you know, explain the joke, so to speak. Like, like break down, okay, conceptually, why is Hitman funny? Um, and doing that uh, by comparison to the Three Stooges, uh, of which I'm a massive fan. Uh, so that's the latest video. Um, I've done videos on, uh, Demon Souls, Bug Snacks, uh, Hades, um, Crash Bandicoot, and, uh, a lot more to come. So, like, yeah, if you, if you are into, like, the video essay deal, um, that's pretty much where I operate. And, um, yeah, I'm doing some stuff that I think is pretty cool. And if you want to come check it out, please do so. Hang out. Uh, it's a positive place. Um, come, come by, have fun, see what's going on. Right on. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think I've seen Paul. Are you, are you dropping these in the chat? What are these? Nice. Yeah. You're dropping links to. Yeah. This the chat. is. You Thank you. This is a channel. Yeah. Cool. So I have watched all your videos. Which one was your favorite one to make? <clears throat> oh, to mm, to make interesting. Um, I mean, probably just the, at this point, I guess the first one, just because it was like it was the first one, right? Like there's that like freshness to it. Um, yeah. but I but uh, certainly there isn't one. I wouldn't say any are like my favorite as far as like a final product because, you know, you want to you want to put all you can into each one. Right. And in each one, you know, you want to be able to stand on its own. Um, but, yeah, in terms of making them, probably just the first, you know, because it was new and fresh and exciting and still is. You know, it hasn't been around very long. Um, Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good one mm -hmm. for sure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, um, speaking of which, uh, Paul, how'd you like that third episode of WandaVision? Um, I mean, I'm just it just baited me up for the fourth one tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. Like I'm hooked. It's it's they're finally teasing stuff like hardcore. 
Yeah, there's a few theories going around and all of them are great. <laughs> they could go a lot of ways with it for sure. So yeah. I'm well, what's her name is in uh, Captain Marvel, too. Right. So they're already. Yeah. Like linking some stuff, too. And, yeah. Um, and people have already started making guesses because of uh, people that are in the credits for the show that haven't appeared fully mm, on film mm-hmm. so there's a lot of meta theories going on as well uh i don't want to yeah, have anything great. to do with that i don't <laughs> i don't want to get spoiled i just want to enjoy it i feel like sure. this is a show that's going to be better when they're all out like you should binge it that's kind of the feeling i'm getting there's no way i have the self-restraint to do that yeah but yeah yeah kind of i thought about that i definitely think you could watch the first three now and be like all right, I'm ready for the next one because they still haven't explained away anything yet and they kind of built up a bunch. Okay. Uh, There hasn't been that catharsis. They haven't let it go yet. So you could still probably catch up and be part of the big oh shit moment when that inevitably happens as it is right now. But yeah, uh, I'm ready for that balloon to pop and to get some answers for sure. I wanted to mention one more show before we get into our show. And I'm late to the party on this one, but I just started Nathan for you last night. That's uh, an amazing Nathan. show. <laughs> Anyone nice. a fan of Nathan for you here? Love it. Yeah, it's Absolutely. one of my favorites. I um, we watched the first three or four episodes. I can't remember exactly. That gas station rebate one is so far my favorite. That it's that's okay. very enjoyable. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't on, remember on- which what's part of which episode. Uh, I really like the shit ice cream. I thought that was just that's like the, the very stu- first episode. I actually did not okay. really like that one. That's um, just such a dumb idea. Well, that's <laughs> and the, the fact so that he those- got them to do it is amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, for those who don't know Nathan for you and apparently it's like just me. Um, this guy goes around and gives marketing advice to small businesses, but he comes up with just like the silliest ideas. Um, and then they just give mm-hmm. it a try for a whole episode. And it's it is. If you look like awkward humor this is this is like right up your alley so that's sure. that's it's kind of one my of those, thing i'm right now it's one of those things i wonder how they're able to keep making it you know it's like they somehow pulled off a borat in 2020 and like yeah. pulling off nathan for you still in 2020 and into 2021 is like very impressive oh is it still going i thought it ended they filmed uh i, I believe there's still some unaired stuff um okay yeah, if I remember, it, maybe it's aired since I saw that headline. But regardless, like to be able to pull it off at all a couple seasons in I, is very impressive. For sure. Yeah. 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 Great show. I'm looking forward to watching more of it. I'll probably watch some more of it after after we're done here. But uh, what we are here for yeah. is to do the top down perspective uh, because it's January 28th. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And I'm John Wheeler. And again, that's Tony Wilson. Oh, uh, I should should I say my name too? Sorry, no, somebody I, said I should tell John that uh, he's the coolest. So I'm I'm uh, I'm doing that now. Or that thanks. he said tell Proton John he's my favorite. So there you go. Someone uh, a thanks. fan of yours streaming, I assume. Oh, thanks. No, it's just mm-hmm. his mom texting him. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, my mom or his mom? Is my mom. They're texting both fans him? of him. That's impressive. <laughs> both of them. This fan, is actually, I'm on mom. here. It's actually a ransom. I was like, I have your mom's number. You will have me on oh, the show. Mom, you gotta stop listening to your fucking number on Craigslist. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm Tony. I'm also here. <laughs> right, right. Um, let's, uh, John, you've been the quietest, so why don't you tell us what you've been playing? 
Sure. Uh, I've been playing two different games. Uh, I started playing Toho Spellbubble last night on stream and kind of got hooked on it, honestly. Uh, so it is uh, Bust a Move or Puzzle Bobble, if you're familiar with that series. But okay. now it's a rhythm game. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's themed over Toho, like the, the bullet hell uh, game series, all those characters. But it's a rhythm game where you're still playing proper bust a move. You have to match up three colors in a row. And the more you get, like the more points you clear and you send garbage to your opponent. But it has rhythm game mechanics to it where you the stages you play on are actually songs from Toho. And uh, whichever one you pick dictates the BPM of the song and obviously the length of the stage because it's the length of the song. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't lose by having your screen fill up and going to the bottom. You send all your points, your remaining bubbles to your opponent as points. It's actually a point-based system now. Okay. Where uh, you, you score points by killing your opponent and stealing whatever remaining bubbles they had on their screen or by getting uh, your rhythm correct whenever you pop five or more pieces. There's like a little like OS or Elite Beat Agent style like circle that shows up. And if you time it correctly, you get bonus points for that and you build up meter to use supers. There are spell moves you can use to fuck with the other player or to help yourself out if you get in trouble. It's a weirdly deep version of Bubble Bobble and it might actually be my favorite version of the game at the moment. So wait, are you like like shooting the ball at... Like it, on the it's beat? still like, yeah. Okay. No, you don't even have to do that. It's, it's literally like whenever you pop five or more, uh, a little rhythm mm-hmm. minigame shows up and you just have to time things correctly. And if you do it right, you get bonus points and you get to send extra garbage to your opponent. So are you are you keeping to the beat at all times or just when you enter that little minigame? Just when you enter that mode. Okay. Okay. Because I, I would almost wonder if it's like almost easier to play if you can just like get into a rhythm as opposed to like just sending garbage as fast as you can, you know, or making no. combos as fast as you can. As far as I'm aware of, like I'm still playing through what I haven't gotten unlocked everything yet, but uh, no, there's no, you don't need to play to the rhythm until you're in the, uh, the actual rhythm mode. Mm. Otherwise Makes it's sense. just, it's a puzzle bobble, bust a move, whatever you want to call it. But they only give you three colors to worry about. So it's a lot more simple mm. and you can switch between two You'll have one that's loaded into your gun and you'll have one in the one that's coming up next. You can swap between the two and you'll always go through the three colors in order. So if you shoot a blue, your next two colors are guaranteed to be yellow and red. And then when you shoot one of those, the next color is guaranteed to be blue and so on. So it's pretty strategic. But every character has like an innate ability and then they have spell cards they can choose. And everyone has a couple different spell cards. Like, uh, let me see here. Let me quickly go into a mode. I'm looking at some screenshots. How do these anime girls compare to those little dinosaur guys? <laughs> uh, they've got a lot of history com- uh, comparatively to the to Bub and Bob. So obviously Toho's not been around as long, but it definitely has more popularity at the moment. So it makes okay. sense. All right. Uh, yeah, like one character, uh, well, their innate ability is it'll display where your bubble's going to land. Another character's ability, sometimes it'll shoot out a paint bubble, which turns the bubbles around it into the same color you shot it with. Another character will turn randomly the bubbles in their area blue so they have bigger combos. Uh, a bunch of other abilities like that. They'll just send out special abilities, stuff like that. Then when you pick a character, they have a spell card you can attach to that as well. And there's three every character gets. Uh, one character has, you know, change the bubbles of an area to yellow in a V shape so you just clear out most of your board if you're in trouble. But it takes 90 seconds to charge up that ability. 
Another character has uh, turn your opponent's bubbles green randomly, so it completely screws up combos. Green is a fourth. Green is a fourth yeah. color, so you don't even have that one originally. So you basically force the player to have another color to deal with. Another character literally t- makes you do it with five colors. Uh, like it's just weird little things like that and me- mix up the uh, the mechanics of bust a move. And honestly, I really like it. That sounds really cool. Are any of them, like, OP? Because anytime I think about, like, a battle puzzle game like this, I think of Tetris Battle Gaiden, and there's, yeah. like, the infamous oh, Ninja Guy's Kid great. who has, but there's that Ninja, I think it's the Ninja Kid who has that power nin- where it's, like, good, you have to clear the- lines twice, which is just, it's broken <laughs> compared to the others. Wait, yeah, Jack-O-Lantern's pretty busted, too, because they're the one that puts holes in all your lines. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, like, a lot of people, there's, like, three or four characters that are super broken in Battle Gaiden. So, but, yeah, uh, so far... Uh, the most busted one has been, oh no, that's a lie. I'd, I'd argue there's two that have been pretty bro- broken. Uh, one was the fact that the player could force you to deal with five colors at once instead of three. So the game's more complex. And the second was, uh, one character could send up, uh, empty bubbles, which are, like, empty bubbles are normally when they are the garbage blocks you send. They have no color, but when you hit them with a bubble, they turn into whatever color you hit them with. Uh, this one character has an ability that sends out eight knives onto your board and they spin around uh, and whatever direction they're pointing at, they point left and right. Uh, they will fill up that line column or row with empty bubbles. So basically they can make it so that your entire board is full of garbage and you just have to keep shooting at it to try to do anything. So you get no combos during that, which means you don't get any extra points. Hmm. So, uh, but there's also another 12 characters I haven't fought yet. And there's DLC characters and stories and songs, but like this game has a ridiculous amount of DLC for cost wise. Like it's 90 bucks for the DLC right now, Canadian, and it's not done. They're still adding more. Like this game's only wow. like five months old, maybe. Is it is it 90 like Canadian bucks worth of value? Uh, if you like the music, yes. If you like the game, <laughs> definitely, because you're getting stages each time. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would argue if you're into it, yeah. Sure. Uh, other than that, I've also been playing what looks to be like most of us have been playing this time around, Cyber Shadow. This is the uh, new game that Yacht Club Game has published out, done by Mechanical Head. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, right. it's, I'm it's, kind it's of on Club that. Game. I, I was thinking it's um, I was thinking it's the Messenger developers, but that's probably just because ninjas. So. No. It's, yeah, it's no. a similar aesthetic, but uh, Yacht Club published. But Mechanical Head is, uh, it's it's like one dude um, yeah. who did Which everything but the music. This this is impressive for a for a one dude project, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is an okay game. I, I do like it, but it's funny you mentioned The Messenger because this is just an inferior version of The Messenger. Yeah. Okay. Does Cyber yeah. Shadow also uh, have like a good shopkeeper or no? No. I mean, uh, keep keeping the the writing in Messenger is way better. Uh, but actually, I'm interested in the story of Cyber Shadow so far. I'm not done it. I'm almost done. I think the game says I'm ninety percent done the game. I'm about to start chapter nine. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. How short is this game? Because Paul, you finished it like a hundred percent. You were saying. Yeah, uh, I took eight hours because it's the hundred. Yeah, you go. You do replays basically to get a hundred percent. I'm at six hours right now yeah okay, and you have me. to get 100 you have to go back to stages with new abilities so i meant like i need uh, to ask you both four... a question okay. sorry what's what up with chapter seven 
it's locked out for me. Okay, so that happened to you too. I thought that was <laughs> okay, a glitch. No spoilers. Oh, interesting. I, I'm just about to finish chapter six, so this is... Yeah, what's up? What happened? No, I don't know. Uh, I was wondering if I screwed something up. It was like, did I miss a thing? Did it but I have 100%. From six to eight? Or what? No, I don't so, even so know. You, you, do, you do chapter seven, but uh-huh. it's I think the only chapter that doesn't have a title card appear. And then oh. uh, when you use the fast travel system, it also doesn't have a gate. It locks you out or something. Yeah, okay. And it says yeah, unknown. So I think I know what's happening here. Did you guys play Assassin's Creed 2? Because in Assassin's Creed 2, they took out like chapters 13 and 14 and you just skip over them and then they sell them to you as DLC. And it's like, <laughs> I was kind of messed up. Dude, no, I no, was kind of thinking that. <laughs> you definitely play chapter seven. It's like literally like when you go in there, I, I think something says it's the outskirts or something like that. Or like an NPC says it. But, oh, uh, when, you, when you go to fast travel, you can't get there. It says it's like it, it just says unknown as in like you've never been there. But chapter eight, which is literally right next to it says yeah. uh the name of the stage but it also you know story reasons you can't go back huh. there interesting so it's, it's weird i guess i'm gonna find out for myself like not long after we wrap this because <laughs> i'm uh sure. i've like i just finished the train ride which i think is like maybe the midpoint or oh, getting yeah. it, up yeah, to chapter you're actually seven. literally about to start is that the beginning of, of chapter yeah. seven gotcha um okay yeah i don't know i'm i i'm enjoying the game myself um just as like sort of uh you know like a scaled back smaller experience um you know just because those are uh, you know uh less common nowadays when it comes to like uh well in the indie scene there's more of them right but you know there there are so many ridiculously large games that i don't mind something that's very stripped back like this um and i do you know it does very much wear its influences on its sleeve um like i like the the mega man influence in the boss uh in the bosses i'm enjoying i like anytime i get a good like lineup of bosses i'm into it right like i want to know more like why are all these dudes friends why are they against me you know like like that stuff's interesting to me um but uh, the one thing i really want to dig into more and this is like this is separate from actually playing the game is is that the developer um created it because they were a like a nintendo rom hacker for a couple Mm. years and then i guess decided actually maybe i can just do this um and so i really want to like just kind of dig into that more because i think that's a really cool story that's neat yes i I find it interesting that you tie it to Mega Man because that's also what i have been tying it to and that is actually part of the reason i've had a disdain for the game is that i feel it doesn't take enough from its uh influences Mm. Playing the game, you can feel like it's influenced from Ninja Gaiden, Strider, and Shatterhand. Those are the th- big three, I feel like it does. But you're mm-hmm. right. It also mm-hmm. does things f- for Mega Man. Some of the upgrades that you get, specifically, that's when I feel the game starts falling apart for me, is the upgrades. Because mm. specifically, Dash uh, is kind of annoyed. Yeah, the Dash it's, is terrible. I find that uh, uh, the counter, I was not a particularly big fan of the way you that actually the too. counter. That counter and, too. Counter and dash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If, if only because their their inputs are so similar that it's easy to, you can screw up with the dash yeah. slash counter a bunch without like even intending to, which would yeah. technically help you, but it's weird. It's one of those things like sometimes you execute accidentally, but when you really need to, you can't quite get it right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I disabled double tap the dash. That's literally an option in the menu. Yeah. That, as soon as as soon as they both needed the same input, I'm like, this is gone. I hate this. Yeah. Is it, does it uh, change it to a button? Because I did notice that option, but I didn't uh, try it. Running is mapped to a button, but parrying is still forward on the D-pad. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and, and for some reason, it's mapped to like R1. So I, I moved it yeah. to uh, R2, and it's way better on that. Okay. It's way better. So, on what, are, you, are you playing on PS5? Switch. 
Or on a, okay, okay, yes, I'm also playing on Switch, but I just it's on do Game the Pass, um, guys. If you want it for kind of free, that is true. Just like I've been playing it on, on just this little guy, so ah, okay, yeah. mm. slightly. Uh, yeah, no, like the running is it's so weird because like playing it, there's, there's just little things I feel like it's missing, and it's just mm. it's little things yeah. that start adding up because I recognize it's still like an enjoyable game, but it's an enjoyable game that other games have done better recently. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I, I was having a discussion last night on stream. Uh, Shovel Knight, Messenger, and Cyber Shadow are the three best examples of faux retro, of, like, basically taking old-style retro and reimagining it in a way. And sure. uh, I would struggle to put first and second between Shovel Knight and Messenger. I'd probably lean Messenger more, because that's what I like game-wise. But, like, Cyber Shadow is definitely a distant third to those three. So it, it feels weird as a result. Um, but, yeah, no, it it just... It it feels like it takes some of the wrong lessons from retro games and just kind of exasperates them a little bit. Like, I will say uh, I'm never a fan. One of my biggest pet peeves with any game, and you know this is just kind of a retro holdover, is the you touch an enemy, you take damage. <laughs> like mm. I I hate that so much, and like that's the way it was for some time. And so I understand like if you're making that kind of game, you want to emulate that. But you know then I think of something like Dead Cells, which is like. You know, it, it takes cues from it. It's it does awesome. not try to be so a retro good. game in any way. But Dead Cells is like, you don't get damaged unless an enemy is attacking you. Otherwise, yeah. you know, move around. So, like, I really, when it's touch an enemy coupled with knockback, I'm not a fan of that. But um, yeah. but I understand why it's in there. I might not like it, but I do understand why that choice was made. Yeah. You know? and, and, I, and I respect that because, again, like, Ninja Gaiden is one of my favorite NES games. So that game yeah. is notorious for its knockback. Like, but... Again, they, I feel like they took the wrong lessons again because you can get knocked back, but you can get thrown into spikes, which instant kill you. Mm-hmm. There's and a like lot of that, spike yeah. levels. There is a lot the of spike levels. Yeah. yeah. Which is. A weird oh, you're a chapter nine? You just got out of like the worst chapter in the game, then, I think. Oh, oh wait. Or, no, I just the, did the. I don't want to say it because he's not there yet. I don't want to say it where. I'm also not there. Yet. Did you do yeah. the factory, though? There's spikes everywhere. Yeah, I did. Uh, That's like I think. Uh, five or six. I've done the factory, yeah. so. Yeah, okay. And it just, like, gets worse. A lot of that level design is based on you dashing through enemies and getting across, like, fucked up gaps. And then if you take damage, you're just dead. And some of the checkpointing yeah. is super weird, too. And the it's checkpointing weird because is bad. There's good even, checkpointing even at NAS the beginning of the bad. game, and then it's really bad later when you need better checkpointing. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. I feel like uh, I have a similar gripe with this than I did with Streets of Rage 4, where I feel like if it just gets tweaked just a little bit, it'll answer most of my issues. And it's definitely like a stronger recommendation at that point. But I like with this being like a one man job, basically, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this. I think Yacht Club's really only going to step in to fix like any like super game breaking glitches. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. As Sean pointed out, though, like it is part of Game Pass. So, like, you know, if you want to check it out, there is no reason not to. Yeah. You know, if, yeah, no, if you I have Game Pass. For Game Pass, extremely recommend it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I plan to play uh, it. I just, this, week, uh, this so. yeah. yeah. This just wasn't what I wanted out of it, and which, which bummed me out of it. I still say it's, it's a good game, but uh, it definitely is harder than it needs to be to get that, that retro yeah. aesthetic across. And uh, just some of the controls conflict with each other specifically like the dashing the parrying and just that in general i I hate the fact that the dashing 
isn't like Mega Man because you yeah. can't dash off walls. And yep. if you stop moving forward in midair at all, you lose your run, which yep. means you also lose your forward slash attack, which is the main reason you use the dash for in midair. So. And they built the it's, level around it, you having that later on. Yeah, like so you there's just it. a yeah. bunch of there's just weird decisions that could easily just be slightly tweaked and patched, and then it's a stronger recommendation. It's just small things totally. that keep it from being great. Yeah, uh, I feel like I wanted the messenger again, and this is yeah. definitely not that. And I exactly I feel like I let myself down in some way yeah. by expecting I'm, more. I'm exactly in the same way this is literally making me just want to go back and play the messenger instead it made me want to go back and play the messenger as well <laughs> yeah that's pretty I never much did play that dlc stuff. for the messenger the, the dlc, DLC is, is it's good it's it's yeah. not great but it's good it was more messenger so yeah you know all right paul why don't you continue uh, i finally played donut county that was also on game pass so i took an afternoon and played through that it's adorable I don't know great. what you like, say about it. There's holes everywhere. The raccoons I, talk like they're typing to you the, uh, each other the whole time, and it's great. Yeah, it's so good. The writing is that's so, another great funny. Game Pass recommend. BKs, yeah, it just came to Game Pass, so definitely check it out. Mm. And yeah, it's so much fun. Yep, that's a place to play it. That's one of the only. I hate saying this because I really enjoyed it. That is one of the only times that I finished a game and just thought that was too short. I want more of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I think I was done yeah. in like ninety minutes. Yeah, it's about um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's a really cool concept. I just, I, I genuinely wish there were just more of it. But yeah, yeah, for Game Pass, absolutely pick that up. Like you said, play it in an afternoon. It's yeah. it's cool. It's super satisfying too, in a weird primitive way of just making things fall through a hole. Yeah, yeah it's, like, well, it's, it's, it's reverse it's Katamari. Same, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the yeah, same yeah, yeah. Uh, neuron firing that Katamari gives you. Of like, this is just so satisfying, just destroying stuff. Yeah. And then every once in a while you get cool kind of like combinations of like, oh, if I take the stove first, then I can use the heat from the stove to like, you know, fill up this balloon or whatever. Or to like make popcorn in this fiery chasm that I made. Yeah. Yeah. It's neat. Paul, did you go through the, um, I forget what they call it, but like encyclopedia and like read any of those entries? Yeah, but I don't remember any that stand out currently. I just like read them and was like, oh, that's cute. The Trashopedia. yeah, the Trashopedia. They just have a, like a lot of fun descriptions for all the like normal stuff you put down there. Yeah, uh, so it's yeah. definitely worth a look. It yeah. reminded me of like Pikmin when you pick up like an ordinary object, but since they don't know what it is, their description of it is so like wildly sure. different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, very cute game. If you have Game Pass, you should just check it out for sure. Uh, if you have Game Pass, you should just check out Cyber Shadow. It's a solid seven. Uh, yeah, your whole one, list is I Game wish Pass, it was a nine. dude. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of oh, is, Game is Pass, Medium also. I didn't yeah, realize that was also today. That must morning. be a Game Pass debut, then, right? Because it just came it out. Is. Yeah. yeah okay. So the Medium. Uh, so I'm playing this on PC. Uh, it came out on Game Pass. Uh, it's very clearly optimized for console because it's stuttery and kind of shitty in some parts on PC. I haven't been having the troubles that some people have been having, which is nice because some people that have been having troubles have way big better systems than I do. Uh, so. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, I'm having an okay time with it so far. It's very Silent Hill in how it's just creepy ambient stuff going on, and you're just kind of like trying to figure out or puzzle together what's going on in this weird like hotel, essentially, that you're stuck in. I gotta ask. I I downloaded it. I'm noted Frady Cat. Am I going to be able to play this game? 
How scary is this game? Um, I would say it's scarier than Alan Wake, but probably the least scary Bluebird team game so far. Okay. Well, I've, I've played Alan Wake out of the examples you gave me. Bluebird team is that that's the layers of fear people, right? Layers yeah. of fear. Uh, okay, Blair Witch. Witch was the last game they did. Right. Um, I personally liked Observer. That was my favorite from them. But yeah, they just do mm. atmospheric horror type stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the, this is the game that um, if people don't remember, because it's kind of a bad title, uh, it's the game that they showed that is rendering two versions of the same level at one time. And it does yeah. this weird oh. split screen thing. That one. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I want to play it. Like it looks cool and it looks really nice, like visually. So it's like oh, I want to. I'm going to play it on console. Apparently, that's the way to play. Yeah. It, you were saying, but I just don't like scary games. So I'm like, and I, it has like the full HDR, uh, like experience yeah. and the ray tracing and all that good stuff to get all the creepiness. I will say when it splits into the like normal world and the hell world or the medium world or whatever that she's in. I my brain explodes and I don't know which one to concentrate on. <laughs> so it's just okay. like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And like, because my brain is trying to do both at the same time. And there are parts where you kind of need to, because in the normal world, you have to do a thing and then you like switch over to like the spirit world or whatever to continue on that you can't do in the normal world. And there's a little bit of play there. And that part, that's really cool stuff. But it destroys my brain and also my processor. Uh, it is pretty <laughs> intensive in a, in a lot of ways. I have to imagine, but, yeah, uh, if they're rendering essentially double the level every time. Yeah. That's, wow. And, like, it splits between them at will, and you can, like, push a button to focus only on the spirit world for a little bit to kind of, like, it's called an out-of-body experience where, like, the normal version, uh, your main character's name is Marianne, is just like standing there in the real world and then your ghost form is just kind of running around doing stuff but like it's limited time and then like it just goes back to the split thing and every now and then you get locked out of one or the other and you have to find ways to kind of like go back and forth so there's really good puzzly horror elements in there um i wouldn't say it's scary but like be prepared to be chased and to like hide from a monster that's saying creepy shit at you every now and then not does a whole lot of anything, jump scares i would say does it have anything like grounded does where if i'm afraid of spiders i can make them not scary anymore Probably i mean not. there's not I spiders so, but there's a lot of moths are you scared of moths there's a lot of those i i don't think i'm scared of moths but i won't put it past me <laughs> uh you should try Sean's it Sean's learning a lot see. about himself today I th- it sounds like I'm yeah. about to learn a lot about myself while trying to play the medium. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, it's a cool game. I can't wait to finish it. I heard it's very short. I'm only about three and a half hours in. People are saying that they finished it in about eight or nine, and that's like taking their time. That you could probably do it way quicker. Uh, but I'm I like looking around there and reading all the different notes and stuff. I think it's a cool game. I definitely think if you're a Silent Hill fan, you owe it to yourself to at least take a look at it for sure. It does that atmospheric horror thing in a way that a lot of games don't anymore. And I think that's really cool. Uh, That's all I've been playing, though, myself. All right, Tony, what else have you been playing? Uh, Well, I know you and I have both been playing that Hitman 3. Um, Subject of my latest video. Uh, Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a good one. Um, subject of the most recent framework video, um, but I would have played it 
uh, regardless. Um, cause man, that's just that, tr- that recent trilogy, that reboot trilogy, whatever you want to call it. It's just been just some top notch, just, you know, submersive diorama type level design. A that world I, I of assassination, of you might say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you rank it's, it out, it's of real the good. Three, out of the trilogy? So I, you know, it's interesting. I was having a different conversation like this the other night with a friend. I don't know that I I could or necessarily want to rank them as whole games, but I think you can definitely just like pick favorite maps. Um, okay, there's definitely, sure. I think some of them can be really polarizing. Um, like I really like the Dubai map. Um, I think that's a really great like kind of opening thing, easy to grasp and, and figure out your way through. The Dartmoor map is excellent, but it should almost be in its own category because it's, you know, almost like a reverse mission in some I mean, ways. I would, I would say the same thing um, about Dubai. Those are those are kind of the two that are the di- most different. And hey, if you're not going to rank it, I'll, I'll say it. I think it's the worst of the three. Yeah, you do it. I, yeah. <laughs> really? Um, OK. I, I like it. Oh. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed my whole time with it. It's focus on story. I feel just kind of pulls it away from what I really loved about those last two. Not, sure. And I mean, I like story. I enjoyed the more story focused levels. Um, I just didn't feel like there was any stages as good as the last uh, two games or like as big or as sprawling. Yeah. Um, well, your first like, time in any of the stages is like pure story based. Like you're there's some I, I, I think this is true of all six. Like or I mean, the, you know, the last map's a little different, of course. But um, yeah, but um. Like you have to go in and exit a certain way. Like I, I noticed, um, I, I realized this maybe in like the third or fourth stage where I realized like, oh, wait a minute. Um, you have to use this particular ac- exit because it's story based. Therefore, you don't even get the challenge for leaving at one of the particular exits, even though you are like in the, in, in the Dartmoor level, you are, um, you have to, there's a challenge for exiting on the motorcycle. And that is, by default, the one you have to do the first time. But because you're leaving for story reasons that time, it doesn't count as doing the challenge. So there is some weird stuff like that where you're like, wait, I thought I already did this. You did, but it was for the story. So do it again for the challenge. Like, there is some weird weird stuff like that. Um, But the first two maps, I love them. The Berlin map might be my least favorite out of all three games. I just, I really don't like it. Um, Just kind of like the, so that's the one that's like the most different. Um, And is that why you're... Yeah. Well, so at least the first time that I played it, I really didn't like it because, first of all, I don't think the layout's that great. Um, but for uh, I'll give I'll, I will give the premise of the mission like as spoiler free as I can. You have to take out a certain number of targets out of like a certain total, and um, when you first go in, you don't know who you have to also identify those targets, right? Like the first time you're in, you don't know who they even are. They're not too hard to pick out of a crowd, but you still have to figure out who they are. And to me, the fun of Hitman is I can see my targets at all times. How do I get there? Some things are off limits to me. So how do I get there? How do I negotiate my way through this things? What disguises do I need? That's the challenge. But for the Berlin level, because your targets aren't assigned at first, you're at like a double disadvantage where you don't know where you need to go, nor what you need to actually access those areas. So at least the first time through, I really hated it, frankly. Um, I'm going to revisit it soon, you know, because I want to master them all. But uh, the first time through, really did not like it. It, it is the most different. Like it's going to 
it's going to make you have think about how to play this game in a way you haven't yeah. for every single other stage. And I mean, that's, yeah. I think that is cool. It is the third game in that they're doing something new. I also yeah. feel like that is they probably showed this level as, hey, let us let us make a bond game. Look what we just did with Ber- this Berlin stage. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mechanically, I, I get they're doing something different there. I'm just oh, I wasn't too big on it. But you mentioned bond. Yeah. Just I mean, you just imagine any of these three games with a bond skin and like, yeah, that's exactly what I want from a 007 game. And I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Um, I also think the, um, every mission, every, uh, level has only like three story missions. And those are the things I love doing is, is mm-hmm. the little breadcrumb mm-hmm. trail, do the, do the story mission. Mm-hmm. And then it sets me up to do something dumb. Um, there's only three for each one. Whereas the last games, there was like six or seven. Yeah, that's true. There were a lot more previously. Yeah. I feel like the stages are just smaller in scope for whatever mm-hmm. reason this time around. Um, and that's, just, and like, for example, the, um, Chong King level looks gorgeous oh my gosh it looks so good that's probably the best looking level of any of them i gotta it's say it's very like looking. blade runner 2049 when you go after you do it the first time with like the core you have like no reason to ever go back into like that facility really so it's mm. like I, so it's like half the stage is like i mean you could go in there but there's no real reason to uh, so that's just kind of a bummer as well but anyway i still really like it just out of i like the other two more so yeah yeah um, but you know, certainly if you enjoyed the first two, obviously you'll enjoy the third cause it's more of that yeah. really solid gameplay that they built up. Yeah, it's, it's extremely good. And I love that they all just like fit together in like one package. It's just so nice to jump mm-hmm. around. That, that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Yeah. One more game here. Um, oh, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I've also just been going back sort of for some comfort food and, and playing Bloodborne. Um, that game's still an absolute masterpiece. I can't say, you know, what am I going to say that's new about it, about a game that's been out for, you know, five plus years. Um, but yeah, going back to it, it just kind of reaffirmed to me at least like, oh, this, um, this is the best of what they've made. Like, this is still like just just such a wonderfully realized world and, and, and the, the, the stuff that they've buried and the people are still discovering, I just think is fantastic. So Bloodborne fully recommend, um, if you haven't played it, but you're a PS Plus member um, with a PS5, you can get it on that PS Plus collection. Um, that big collection, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Were you a Bloodborne fan? Are you asking me or are you asking Paul? Who, uh, me? Probably. You, uh, no, I fucking Bloodborne? hate that game. I think oh, it's really? the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Can Jeez. I ask, you know, not to like derail of the rest of the show, can I ask why? I'm, I'm curious because I don't know many people who would yeah, say that about um, it which I you know really, obviously to each his own but I, i'm curious i really like the setting and stuff like that mm-hmm. i really hate that uh the aggressive style they went for made it so that every boss basically has a one or two shot like i just don't like mm-hmm. the aggression play that they did with mm-hmm. it and like mm-hmm. it wasn't as refined as like sekiro finally made it at some point where sure the aggression kind of fit a little bit like it was kind of I mean, the problem with Sekiro is that there's no, like, real good weapon play like Bloodborne has, like, cool weapons. You're just kind of stuck mm-hmm. with uh, the different ninja arts and, like, the katana the whole time. But just kind of the way that, like, that game expects you to basically be relentless and, like, even in, like, your defense is just, like, you defend and then you counter right away. Where mm-hmm. Bloodborne feels like they were kind of, like, 
we want this to be more aggressive and like bestial because it's the whole like eldritch theme of like the beast and the blood and all that sort of stuff yeah. um and they just didn't refine it yet so it mm. feels at uh, at a weird like odds gotcha. with itself in a lot of the boss fights which is mm. a shame because i think that game has the best bosses in all of the games mm. mm-hmm. um what I did just you hate doing them what was your play style with the Dark Souls games before this? Were you like more of a tank or turtle kind of style or? Um, I mean, at first, definitely tank in like. I would say Demon Souls and Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls 2, I did more of like. I can't remember what it was called. It was like the Wanderer build or something. It was basically just mm-hmm. like two swords, essentially. OK, and then uh, more dodgy, I would say, in three in general but i usually like to go like either a full strength build or a uh quality build usually so i asked because i definitely was very much like uh like tank turtle style when i played dark souls one and two but then when bloodborne came along that completely like changed that for me where then when Mm -hmm. i when you know after that when dark souls 3 came out i was like oh i want to go rogue now like now i actually like want that play style so like it actually I think I think it like accomplished what From wanted out of me. Like it got the more aggressive playstyle out of me, and then that's what I stuck with moving forward. Sure. Um, so yeah, I yeah, if, if, like I said, if you got PS Plus and you got a PS Five, like totally give it a try if you haven't before. And you know, I think as you demonstrated, Paul, it's not necessarily for everybody, right? Like not everybody likes it, but um, but I I can't recommend that game enough. <laughs> I, I I think it's an absolute masterpiece. Sure. Right on. Um. Well, very similar game. I played a little game called The Little Acre, um, which is is like a it's, you know, Don Bluth animated movies. It looks a lot like that. Um, Mm. And uh, it's an adventure game. It's like an hour long. It's pretty short. It is on Game Pass. If this sounds interesting to you, Um, the kind of like the big draw for The Little Acre is it's like really nicely voice acted. And then it just has like an animation priority that you just typically don't see a lot of the time. Um, but because, mm. you know, very adventure game style, you're going to get these big sweeping kind of painterly landscapes. Um, and then you need to walk around and attach like the pulley to the door and then the pulley breaks, but it gets you the key. So then you can use the key over here and yada, yada. Um, one Is thing it that's really nice about adventure it, or point and click? It's point and click, um, but okay. it's not like pixel hunty because every time you like take something out of your inventory, everything that you can interact with will light up. So oh, it's wow. just pretty mm. obvious, like, oh, I can try it here. Did that one work? Nope. Did that one work? Cool. Um, so it is nice. it is very, like, you don't have to sit there and hope you find uh, the thing. Um, whereas, like, on the other hand, I'm, I'm, I'm playing through There Is No Game Wrong Dimension right now, and I'll talk about that later when I finished it. But that is a very, like, pixel-hunty kind of game. Uh, whereas uh, this is... Um, this is a lot easier to get through. And like I said, if, mm. if uh, you know, if you like Don Bluth animated movies, you'll probably get something out of this. There's a cutesy little story and there's a, there's a great dog character in there. Uh, so, you know, maybe dog of the year, possibly. Who knows? Very pretty. Uh, it's, that's it's it's re- that's the thing. The big thing going for it is it's very nice to look at. So yeah. Will the game traumatize your childhood like most Don Bluth movies. <laughs> uh, there is a pretty scary enemy that, like halfway through it. So maybe I Maybe I can't say one way or the other, but that's the little acre. Uh, once again, it's on uh, it's on Game Pass, so definitely check that out. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right, let's do some news. 
some weird stuff happened. Um, I say we start with this GameStop thing because it's like the biggest one, even though it's like video game adjacent. Yeah, we have mm. to talk about this. But we really I, do. I feel like we have to just because GameStop, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Half of us work there. And half of us worked there at one point. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so people didn't know GameStop. <laughs> half of us stock. work for the the one that sounds very similar. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes, that's true as well. Um, GameStop's stock exploded due to the Wall Street Bets subreddit, just wanting to see if they could like game the system, and they and they can, and they did. I'm curious, did anyone buy stock? No. My girlfriend bought some stock. Oh wow! Okay. She she did it like too late though i think she's actually at a loss at the moment but she's like oh, i'm just gonna ride it out and see what happens like who knows um but uh the gist of it is though uh is the stock exploded to see if they could mess with it they could they it, did it's a, it's a little more than that yeah it's way more than that actually yeah. so well, what they did is it started mm-hmm. like Go ahead. nearly a year ago at this point technically yeah uh paul you want to take it with me take it uh, I mean, whatever. So the big thing here is that Reddit got word or somebody they started trading aggressively because um, there were people doing uh, betting against GameStop. Basically, yeah. they're doing uh, hedge funds where they were taking essentially money and stocks out uh, to basically resell it later for a profit when the stocks go down. And um Basically, Reddit said, no, fuck that. We're just going to pump a bunch of money into this. And then they did. And they started screwing over a lot of wealthy people. And that is hilarious. Yeah, they (laughs) actually managed to make a specific hedge fund company file for bankruptcy, but they got bailed out by other hedge funds. Of course. Uh, This this has gotten to a point where I think the highest point it reached was of 420 at least. It reached somewhere around there, if not higher. Nice. Someone got a screenshot of 420 and 69 cents. Yeah, 420, 69. Of course they did. Yeah, uh, but today is where things got more interesting because a the White House has supposedly stepped in to try to stop all the shenanigans with this. B all the companies that most people were using to buy their stocks, like Robinhood and I can't remember any of the other app names. Uh, E-trade. Lock- E-Trade is another think- one. Yeah, uh, started started a locking people out of buying those specific <laughs> stocks, the ones that that uh, Wall Street bets were actually trying to inflate. Yep. And see, in some cases, Robinhood was actually selling their stocks at a loss to try yep. to supposedly to try to balance out what was happening with the uh, inflation on it. So uh, there's a class action lawsuit currently being filed against Robinhood that is a part of this. There's it, like it's a huge, huge change that's going deal. on here. Now. It was also, you know, obviously, you know, it's this is a gaming focused show, of course, but it's also Sometimes. this is so bizarre that like you got AOC. And Ted Cruz and Ben Shapiro all agreeing on needing yeah. to take some action. Yeah. AOC right now like, is, is wow. AOC is streaming right now. Actually, talking I was watching about, her so before we went live here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Man, it's she a thing. Does it it's, when we're it's, doing a show? I know. Asked her not to. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Ironically, with with a name like Robin Hood, you'd think they'd be all for something like this. Um yeah. But but then the the flip side is like you know you, you've got these people. Um, Doing the the uh, this um, short squeezing, it's called what the what the what the redditors were doing. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate part of it is like for every you know, hey, I did make a profit on this story that you're like, good for you, good for the little guy getting some of the piece of the pie. There is a possibility that people like 
that good, honest people's hard-earned money in some of these like hedge funds who are investing on their behalf maybe like if you're if your money is in one of these funds and it goes under that's potentially your money gone like entirely and you know even though it's being handled by like you know your wall street elite so to speak you might not be one of those people so there there may be some very unfortunate consequences of this too for the little guys still um but you know listen if it gets more regulation going uh it's hard to argue against that, honestly. I mean, the other thing is, yeah. nothing illegal has happened, right? That's the amazing no, thing. No. All this is, all this is, is everything Wall Street has been doing since its yeah. since its inception. It's just public, and the little guy is doing it, and they really don't like that. <laughs> Which is why it's like pretty ridiculous that like Robin Hood stopped it because it's like, well, hang on, we're not doing anything wrong. So that's just kind of messed up. Yeah. One of my favorite mm-hmm. tweets, I think, though, is when like the White House said, or I think w- one of the one of the PR uh, accounts was like, hey, the, the White House is looking into the GameStop business. And then the response was just, can I have a stimulus check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Yeah, right. <laughs> what, <laughs> people. Yeah. Speaking of bets, people were betting, hey, uh, Wall Street's going to get bailed out before you get your next stimulus check. Like, that's yeah. that's what's going to happen. Because we still think that's, <laughs> that's going to happen. Let's be real. Right. Because people still yeah. think Wall Street has anything to do with the actual well-being of the country. Because... Uh, Look into it, folks. It really doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. Your retirement accounts are there, and that's important. But for unemployment and, you know, the actual things that matter, it has nothing to do with Wall Street. Nothing. I would love (laughs) to be a fly on the wall for a meeting at GameStop HQ when this started happening and Mm -hmm. they had to talk about it. Because, like... What are they? What are they saying? Like we're we're back. Like this one guy being like, "We did it. We're back." I told you guys, used games. Yeah. Whereas someone else, much smarter, is sitting there being like, "This means nothing. Nothing has changed." Yeah. But the number. There's Look a great the number. There. I mean, this whole thing is like you know, it's it's a it's a meme with real consequences, right? But it is like you know, meme whatever. The the photo that was getting passed around that I really liked was it was a shot of like Big Bird. In an yeah, executive room, and it just said GameStop sitting with the other Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, that was my <laughs> I saw that. I literally laughed out loud and saved that. That is such a good picture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I just so want that good. picture for other yeah. uses too. It's I'm, like, so good. I'm gonna use it all the time. Anytime I feel out of place yeah. in like a Slack conversation, I'm just gonna post that. It me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um But yeah, it'll be yeah, it's very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens here, like what action gets taken. Like, man, we really put Biden on hard mode <laughs> as soon as he got in there. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I have a coworker, uh, like a like a distant coworker of mine's son, apparently is playing it and has made it forty five thousand dollars as of yesterday. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> so. All right. There's there's you know, half of your college or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly. great. <laughs> All right. Uh, more focused on games. Let's talk about this Xbox live pricing stuff. This happened like within like, 24 hours. This was, this went up mm-hmm. then this came down. This is like on Friday, Xbox yeah. live announced. And, and to preface this uh, a few months back, they stopped selling uh year memberships. You can no longer buy a year membership, like card anymore. You could only do like the three month, six months like that. So they increased the six months uh, membership by like double. Basically, you would be looking at uh, 60 bucks for six months. So you're looking at 120 for the for the year. Uh, The one month and the three month also got similar bumps in prices. Um, 
that's what their announcement was. They did the whole like, hey, you know, the thing's always evolving. We have to increase the price, yada, yada, yada. Um, mm. Which kind of caused this influx of people being like, this is like really expensive. And it kind of sh- shone a light <laughs> on Xbox Live Gold, which for all intents and purposes seems to be just like almost useless in comparison yeah. to Game Pass at this point. Oh, I mean, yeah. a lot of the argument for sure is, hey, we're going to push more people onto Game Pass. But instead, it just kind of like showed how bad Xbox Live Gold is, especially in a market yep. where with like cross progression, cross saving and like I can play the same game on my PC and I don't have to pay for gold. Like it makes gold seem less and less useful. Um, yep. But I mean, they make so much money on it. They're not going to stop. Why, yeah. like, why you, you raised the point about them pushing people over to to Game Pass and to Game Pass Ultimate, and I think that's really that's what they the the play was here was to get people onto that um, because it is you know the it's 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 the superior version of gold. It's gold plus other things, you know. Um, so I think that was very much what they went for. But yeah, people were not happy, and they reversed <laughs> it at like what eight thirty on a Friday night or something. Uh, like night, it yeah. was it came yeah. out weird yeah. towers. Yeah, not only did they were not happy it, about they actually do- improved the situation. So another thing that kind of got shone a light on when people were complaining is like Xbox Live Gold is the only platform that requires a payment for free to play games. You know, on PlayStation, mm. free to play games are free. But, you know, mm. if you want to play Fortnite, you know, that's always the example or, or, you know, Apex, whatever it is on an Xbox console, you need gold still. So it become, makes the free to play game not free to play. Basically, they reverse that. So now free to play games are free on Xbox. Um, which I guess that good, good for us, good move. Um, but I bet they were not impl- hoping to have to do that. I don't know. As as more games have crossplay and whatnot, and my friends are, don't have to pay for online, why is gold still a thing? It seems like Holy. such an archaic service at this pat point. Even like you get your free games with gold, and then I have Game Pass, and I get the same number of games every week compared yeah. to once a month. It's weird. Who knows how much I who knows how much longer it's going to be around. Yeah, I'm curious, yeah. like now, how do you how do they phase it out? Because I they I think they very much want to, but I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I, it would like it would make sense to just drop it and have it be a part of Game Pass and say, hey, maybe you need Game Pass to have online, but it's OK because the value is so good. You're you'll do it. But th- but again, th- they're giving up. 60 bucks a year or you know whatever it is why would they do that it just like right. someone's gonna ask that question like why should we why should we you know uh let's talk about vicarious visions yeah uh, yeah so most recently <laughs> they came out with tony hawk pro skater one plus two we that all love the that game. reaction <laughs> yeah um they have now been folded into blizzard and they will be fully dedicated to working on blizzard titles going forward which is like what? That's, yeah, that's weird to me. Like Vicarious Visions was like knocking it out of the park with their last few remasters. Like holy smokes, those mm-hmm. those things were selling great. They were being uh, everyone was enjoying them quite a bit. I wanted a Tony Hawk Pro Skater three plus four. I was hoping that was going to come next. Uh, but I understand now they're most likely working on a Diablo two remaster. While yep. Diablo four is also being developed. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because Vicarious Visions wouldn't be doing anything with 4, so it makes sense that they would just throw... They would kill them by throwing them on a Diablo 2 remake and then probably 
disassemble the team right after. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Do you think what do you think the chances are of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three plus four brought to you by Blizzard? I think it's uh, coming from someone else. It's if, definitely if, if it's, it's coming low. at all. With from Vicarious, it's low. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird choice to make. Uh, I, I think, know, the, man. like the rest of the internet, I'm just, I cynically think this is a first step to them dying, to just being killed off. So mm. I think it's going to be very similar to like Raven Software. They made some very yep. cool games. Activision took took them further into their bosom and said, "Make Call of Duty maps." Make maps. And we never heard of Raven Software again. I mean, let's That's, be real. This is more Activision side than Blizzard side. Let's be entirely real here. Oh, totally, because Activision's already sucked the life juice out of Blizzard. Blizzard basically doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they're pretty, like, together at this point. I feel like all the major heads of the Blizzard era, you know, they formed that other studio, and they're they're making rts games or they're making something over there. they all have different stuff now that non-competes are surely up I'm, that's why you hear these people making new companies they got paid out they were either probably let go with giant packages or they signed off a thing left when they were able to and so that's blizzard's gonna be split up into like four different things now <laughs> four different smaller companies which you know what yeah maybe it'll be great that they get to do Rock their and own roll racing's again. coming back baby <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, we're still supposed to get Overwatch 2, you know? So yep. I'm, I'm interested in that at the very least. I'm yeah, interested in Diablo 4. A year and a half now. <laughs> when was that announcement? Are we at a, we're at least a year in, right? Uh, yeah, yeah it was the previous BlizzCon. So not, so, not 2020s, yeah. but 2019s. So we're at a year and a half then in that case, or almost, because yeah. that's September. Yeah, because yeah. there was no BlizzCon last year, right? I think they no, no. canceled it out, right? Yeah. So yeah, little yeah, year and a half or so. Year and a quarter or something. All right, well, better I'm news for the little guy. News. Hitman 3 has already recouped its development cost in under a week. Hey. That's great news. Woo! Yeah. Well that deserved. is awesome. And you know that 007 game is going to do even better because it's it will. 007. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're opening up another studio, I think, just to work on that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. They're hiring another mm-hmm. team just for that. So that's really exciting, actually. Yeah. It, they're a I'm, good developer. They made a quality product. I, I'm happy to see them succeed. Totally. Yep. Um, I, true. Yep. I'm so curious about that Bond game. Like, is it going to be as zany or is the like Bond license holders going to be like, no, you can't have him throw a banana at this guy. <laughs> what are you doing? This is James but, Bond. Like, I mean, those early Bond movies are literally like I just used an ejector seat in my car and drove it off a cliff. Like, it, yeah, there's a dude with a metal jaw that can bite steel. Like, like there is, I, it's goofy as hell. Yeah, there's the a most recent ones are Bond. really not. I yeah. I know, and that's what makes me wonder: Who are they using as the Bond? Is it Daniel Craig? Is it whoever's taking Craig? They've Bond, announced they're stand-in? not doing any movie Bond. It's a completely yeah, new one. yeah. It's their own Bond. Okay, yeah. well that's good at least. Is this so supposed to be like the know, origin of Bond? <laughs> yeah, but that's so. what Craig's Bonds were. <laughs> yeah, that's Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah, Weird. I'm interested because you know we were talking, Sean. You were saying like one of your gripes with Hitman Three is. Um, how story focused it is and like i do wonder like do we get more like is this 007 game gonna lean more heavily into that right like is it gonna be more so. of that as opposed to like more of the big exploration kind of stuff uh, well i think because i think yeah. they said that it's gonna be like the origins of him becoming a double o so i would assume it's gonna be mm. more story focused but again that's yeah. just casino royale 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially the, like, again, not to spoil anything, but especially, like, the last stage of Hitman 3 yeah. really feels like a proof of concept for a Bond game. Yeah, I hope it's not a whole bunch of stages like that. I feel like that'd be such a loss compared to Hitman. Yeah, considering what they're capable of doing. Yeah, yeah. I want, uh, like, right. make it all, like, Sapienza from, from yeah. the first game. That's what it that, needs to be. That'd be very cool. All right, small little thing. Kevin Hart is going to play Roland in the Borderlands movie. Why? <laughs> he's He's got that Jumanji money, man. I mean, I hate Kevin Hart, so I'm with John on this. I can't stand him. I, like, I, he just doesn't physically fit. Like, Roland's supposed to be, like, tall. Uh, is that it? Built. Yeah, tall. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hart I mean, is like, built. Ke- Kevin Hart is, is in fantastic shape, but yes, he is, like, what, a a quarter of the height of the you'd expect Roland to be. I would, yeah. ex- I would expect the rock before Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh man. Rocks. I'm assuming the rocks cost too much money for the borderlands. Movie. I don't know though. Yeah. But Kevin, well, they Hart were both doesn't. in Jumanji. <laughs> They're both. They, yeah. They got that big yeah. Jumanji energy. Yeah. yeah. It's a good point. Jack black is going to play role. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. He's, he already played an old, was it, was he, was he the black old black? Man it was an old woman. Movie, it was Mrs. Was Doubtfire. Yeah, he was, he was, um, no, no, Kevin Hart. That was Kevin Hart's role. Um, okay, yeah, okay, Jack Black was the cheerleader. He was like, he was Dan DeVito's And then, character. yeah. I don't know, they get they get all mixed up a bunch in Jumanji. They swap a few times in the second yeah, one. They do. Oh, okay. yeah. He's like That's a like horse at point. one point or something. <laughs> yep. yep. Those movies are actually, like, they're fine. Those are yeah, totally serviceable yeah. movies. Yeah. They're, they're fine. I like them. Movies. Um, totally. I don't know. For some reason, them adding Kevin Hart to this makes me think it's just going to be like another Jumanji movie. Yeah. yeah. But Claptrap's um, going to be there, so I'm going to hate it. They said <laughs> they announced uh, the Lilith actress, right? Yeah, it's um, Kate oh, Blanchett. Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Curio- I'm curious to see who else we're going to get then for that. Because that first, that first game, who's left? It's Mordecai and then... Uh, right? I think it's Mordecai. Brick. And then and then the... Whoever's the Brick? Brick? Brick, sorry, Mordecai. Mordecai and Brick are the last two, yes. And then you okay, need, Mark you know, uh, Marcus. Claptrap. Moxie. Claptrap. Mm. Moxie's the yeah. second game. Moxie's right? DLC for the first one. Yeah, oh, was true. it the first one? Okay. Yeah. So it was Dr. Zed and, uh, what's yeah. that game? You got General Knox, that other guy, too. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole oh, bunch. Yeah. <clears throat> Who, who do they get for Brick? I feel like that'll be like the hardest person. Because I feel like at this point Vin they Diesel. won't do The Rock. Vin Diesel. Oh, I was going to go like Mickey Rourke. Like I'm thinking like Mickey oh, Rourke Sin okay. City. You know? Oh, Mickey yeah. Rourke? I could, yeah, I could see that. Or uh, Ron Perlman. Oh, Ron yeah. Perlman All right, I, I like it though. Like, you're thinking of you. Mm. Well, no one's the shape of Brick. That guy is like, the rock he's like is, an upside yeah. down triangle. <laughs> like he doesn't have a neck. <laughs> And then Mordecai, they get like they get like a Jared Leto or something, right? Yeah, Adrian Brody. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Ben Schwartz for Claptrap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last little story. Uh, the Discord sent us this one is that uh, AMD basically says don't expect the shortage for consoles and. Uh, you know, the PS5, the Series X to ease up anytime soon because um, they're working overtime as it is. 
Uh, they're aiming at a second half of 2021 before those things will be like prevalent and easily purchasable. Damn, that sucks. Jesus. I'm in the I'm in the market for a new CPU sometime soon. Well, I guess I have to wait a long a bit longer. Yeah, makes sense. They, I'm sure this sorry, is like a I need COVID to double thing. Check. This is uh, this is true for both AMD and Nvidia, or this is just because like, AMD's from new AMD. cards are. Okay, the quote is from AMD. Okay. Yeah. I got um, you. But I think I mean, both you the know, new consoles use AMD-powered right, powered right. products. So. But I'm saying, like, PC parts-wise, obviously the the, thir- the 300 series from NVIDIA has just had, you know, they've been impossible to get. But AMD's new series is, is it out now or it's out relatively soon? I don't recall. But I'm curious if that's going to see the same shortage. I guess it would if it's their stuff in yeah, consoles. And I think it's that's going to be short. It is the same mm, yeah. all together. So mm. I'm assuming this is directly COVID related. That's my guess. Yeah, I think has so. To be. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. It's a shame. I, I yeah. want people to play with the new toys. The new toys are very fun. That's for sure. No. There was a, great, uh, a big um, step too. There was a great video. Uh, Vadi Vidya, the like the big Souls guy on YouTube. He was he had a video. He was talking about the Demon Souls remake and how like they added there's like one or two new items in there. And uh, he was talking about like how there's like some armor set they were trying to get. And it's like, listen, I have a giant community. So I need all three of you who have PS5s to help solve this mystery. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah, door, right? The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They it's crazy how fast they figured out what to do to open that thing. The Internet crazy. plus the Souls community unstoppable that, the souls community is ridiculous yeah. elden ring is going to be deconstructed on like weekend one <laughs> i mean before it's out for sure yeah <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be done it already is <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right that's going to do it for some news let's do some questions um if you would like to send questions into the show it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter there's our discord channel there's john's p.o box which as you saw last week no matter what you send there, we're going to read it. That's the promise. If you send an actual letter to John's PO box, I will, read, week. Yeah. I will read uh, this first question from Cody who says, what are your Hogwarts houses? God damn it. How many times do I have to say, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Let me look up the Same. houses here. Uh, well, I can did you the guys thing, give me a little idea? test once upon a is time? There a, is there yeah. like, there's a personality like, test you can do, but I think you have to sign up for a Pottermore account to figure it out. I did okay, that uh, some time ago when Pottermore launched, and so from that, I know that I am Ravenclaw, but uh, that's that's all I got. What are I the basic, I, what are the too long didn't read? So this, this is the important part. What's your favorite color? Is it red? Because then you're a Gryffindor. It's purple. Purple? No, you're a Ravenclaw. Purple. You're just like me. John, what's your favorite color? Blue. Yeah, you're also a Ravenclaw. There we go. Four Ravenclaws. Sick. Four Ravenclaws. Ravenclaws. Out. Awesome. <laughs> okay. That was okay. easy. Wow. Yep. Okay. We did it. Yay! <laughs> Lineback writes in, is there a discontinued soda that you want back? No. I don't drink soda, so no. <laughs> I don't really drink soda, but... Bring back Mr. Pib. I don't really drink soda either. Is Surge still around? I remember liking Surge. I think, I think Surge is still around. Okay, what about Mellow Yellow? <laughs> That's still around? <laughs> I don't know why you would need that, though. It's just Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. You just get Mountain Dew. There's a new Mountain Dew. They, there's like a watermelon one. Yeah. Like just came out what? Mm, yeah. with seeds yeah. <laughs> um, finally I'm, try- I'm trying to think like it because they brought back like like um vanilla coke 
And I mean, I really liked that back when I was a big pop drinker. Um, yeah, vanilla Coke was OK, I guess. The only thing I think of that like didn't come out was like Pepsi Blue. But I didn't like that when that was a thing anyway, so I don't really have an answer. Crystal Pepsi or whatever came out for a limited time again. It was yep. whatever. <laughs> like it wasn't. Yeah, it's fine. Special. Like, it's cool to be like, look, it looks like Sprite. Sure. <laughs> it's like it's like Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to follow. Oh, sorry. This is not my. Yeah, question. no, I got there's another question here. What does a game have to do slash be for you to f- have for y- you to have what you feel is a strong opinion on it? it has to be good <laughs> or bad. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I, uh, I, I was talking about this on stream last night. The the best the thing I said was the it's the uh, it's the worst when a game is middling because it's easy to praise a good game and it's easy to hate on a bad game, but it yep. sucks talking yeah. about a middling game. Yep, totally. Yep. Uh, but as long as it's like, listen, as long as it's going for something and trying to do something, then there's yeah. probably something you can say about it. But there is, yeah. there is a lot of also rans and like just very derivative things out there that is, you know, steam is full of crap, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 No, if it's trying like, a, you know, it had this new, new mechanic, you know, the rest of the game was middling, but this one mechanic was kind of cool. I might remember it for that yeah. as, you know, they did this thing and it's then why we remember did the, it way better. That's why you remember Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Nemesis system, yeah, super cool. Totally. The rest of it, completely forgettable. Totally. Sure. Yep. Sure. Um, the pedigree of the game, too, uh, can make me have a strong opinion of it. Like, I know this team can do better. This game sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I know they can do better. Or this team, like, hit it out of the park this time. Like, I can't believe they were able to get it together or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could have a strong opinion that way, too. I could also say if, if it's like completely unknown and then it does something really cool that would like make my opinion stronger because it's like this came out of nowhere. Who is who are these people? And for like ever, Holy first stars. impressions are huge for sure. Yeah. All right, John, you want to read this next one? Yep. Suka Suka writes in and says you're standing at the pearly gates. St. Peter is there and he looks disappointed. You walk up and he starts listing off all of your sins. Wait a second. Throwing a baby penguin off a mountain? Blowing up a city with a nuke? Forcing animals to fight each other for your own gain? You haven't done any of those things. That's not right. He's considering video game sins. How do you convince St. Peter that you aren't a mass murderer? Fuck. Uh, Can you even describe a video game to someone who was around before they existed? Well, he's I think that I think you got to do what good have you done in a video game, right? If he's if he's coming at yeah, you with a video yeah, yeah. game excuse, you got to counter with the video game. Excuse. I, guess. I like, tell him that I play the PS2 minigame collection, the Bible game, which is a terrible, <laughs> terrible game. <laughs> no, That's don't, how I get in. don't even put St. Peter through the Bible game. That's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it's like it. I think there's like four total minigames in that thing. It's it's, it's not great. It's bad. Uh, that's someone else knows what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> that's one of those things where I'm like, no one else has played this. No one knows. But I've played that within does. the last. Did you play the uh, the Game Boy Advance version, which is Diablo? No, just the <laughs> PS2 one, which is like which Mario is Party, yeah. but dude, but awful. <laughs> it's like a weird is top it? down, like adventure sort of hack and huh. slashy Diablo thing for the Game Boy Advance. It's terrible. Okay. It's even worse. You choose your class, you know, be a prophet or a shepherd. <laughs> that kind of thing. It feels like you've only chose Jehovah's Witness every time. It really just feels like that's all you chose. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, I guess I guess I read next. Um, let's see. Uh, Hebrew Lantern asks, how do you decide what to play when you have a billion things to play? <laughs> I don't a fortune cookie to pick. Um, that's a good question uh, because analysis paralysis is very real. Um, sure. Hopefully, if it's work related or like something for the channel, then I know to focus in on that for a bit. Right. Because like that's what I'm covering. But, yeah. you know, like on my own time. This is a very difficult thing to do. And I usually just fall back into like a backlog game or just like, you know, we were talking about Game Pass a lot earlier. You know, I go to something like that or PlayStation Plus or something where I can just mindlessly just pick something up for a little bit. And if I don't stick with it, that's fine because it was free to some degree. Right. So that's, well, that's usually let's where go I deeper, fall. though. You said just backlog game or Game Pass. How do you pick the, the backlog game? That's the thing, right? Yeah. I know for myself, a lot of the <clears> times <throat> I'll pick the short ones. Sure. I can, just get, sure. I can just get this one out of the way. I, I can knock yeah, down a few of yeah, these. Like it's, yeah, that's it's pretty true. hard for me to be like, all right, guys, I'm going to start the new Assassin's Creed and play 80 hours of it right now. <laughs> that's a really yeah. good point. I also personally like I have this. Uh, so I don't know if this is the case for y'all, but like I have this thing where I like depending on what platforms I have available to me, I kind of just like having an ongoing thing on each like Bloodborne's going on on my PS5, Hitman 3's on the PC, Cyber Shadows on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of like having like just depends on what's within arm's reach at the moment that I'll just sure. grab slash. I also usually like having like kind of an RPG in the background kind of usually going, you know, sure, like something I can, I can always just pick up for a little bit. I definitely sure, have yeah. like I always want to have like a Switch game. Like if, if, if I'm going to pick up my switch, there is something that I'm kind of consistently playing on the switch. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way with my switch. Like everything's on it. So it's just like, well, if I, it's, if I want to narrow it down, just take that with me somewhere. It's usually P cross on the switch for me, but yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. <laughs> so, so you're uh, saying when you have a billion things to play, you just play Picross. just always default to Picross. No, my answer is boring. It's whatever I feel like at the time. Like I, yeah, that is kind of. Funny. I feel like doing a little bit of this. I'll just do it. Mm. Right um, Hebrew Lantern also says related ish follow up. When you want to listen to music, do you a listen to an album start to end, possibly pick up where you left off next time. B pick and choose songs one at a time. C have a set playlist and play it in order. D have a playlist you play shuffled. E use the radio feature on whatever your music player of choice is. Or F other. If other, please explain. Um, for me, 99% of the time, I'm choosing an album and I'm playing it. I'm very adamant about, like, the artist created this album in this way for a reason. So this is what I will listen to. And if I, you know, if I'm done and I stop and I come back to it, that's fine. But I very much, I'm all about the album as a medium. Like, it's very, it's crafted. You know, you wouldn't just pick random scenes from a movie, right? You sit down and watch the movie. So I feel the same way about music albums. Um, on the rare occasion when I just want to hear a song, I will pull that up. But most of the time it's, I'm all about the albums. Sure. Uh, I'm so not on like what that, I'm the album. <laughs> this is like, like I'm, all, I'm, I'm like, like 99% of the time I am D I have a playlist and I play it shuffled. I do that too, because when I'm listening to music, I'm working on something. So it's background noise to me, mm. but like <laughs> if so I'm bad. in a car I'm, driving somewhere, albums start to end for sure. I never. I feel that. bad. I've got like four different systems depending on what I'm doing. Sure. Oh, yeah. If, I, for if sure. I'm mm. sitting, if I'm sitting at my computer, uh, I'm gonna look up an artist I want to listen to, pick the first song of theirs I know that I like, and listen to that. If it's part of an album, I'll let it go after that and skip any songs I really hate. Uh, <clears throat> if I'm driving in a car currently, what I do with my iPod is that 
I'm going through my artist A through Z because there's a lot of albums on there wow. I haven't listened to in a long time. Mm. Sure. So, uh, or sorry, I'm on albums A to Z, not artist A to Z. So I'm on, I'm on, yeah, yeah like same thing. S yeah. now. I think, I think I'm on the Strokes right now, so I'm on S. Okay. Uh, but I've been just doing that and like listening to albums and listening through even if it's songs like I know I don't like. Uh, sure. If I'm kind of driving, tied to that, one thing I would love to do in the future is like if I have like a long road trip planned, is just start at like the top. Like I'll just go to like the songs list and just like try and get through all of it, just kind of in order. Yeah. As someone who recently made a nine hour drive, uh, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I think it's uh, I think it's Sp- Spotify has like a shuffle album option. If you do that, you're a monster. If you're shuffling one <laughs> album, you're no, <laughs> we will have I, words. <laughs> no, that's me. I'm I'm shuffling all the time. Every day I'm shuffling. But, but for but, Every, but, I'm yeah, saying, like, but a, for one album. Yeah, one like, album. Like, I'm a shuffling. playlist. I. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> Again, I like, still, that's like sitting down to read a, that's like you grab a book and you're like, I'm gonna read chapter 10 today and tomorrow, maybe chapter two. But like, the thing it, with this scenario is, as I know this book so well, it's like, I want to listen to this part that's awesome. But also the book doesn't make sense because they're, that's like a, a narrative, whereas the songs are not connected. Uh. I guess I suppose it depends on like the, like what you listen, what kind of music you normally listen to, too, because like. I would say like most of what I listen to, it is verily it, it's it's crafted in a in that, like I said, in an album order for a reason. But like uh, there is stuff that isn't like that. Right. There is stuff where it's just this album is just basically a collection of singles. Um, so I guess it depends on the artist you like to to some degree. You like prog remember- rock, don't you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> More of a radio trying to guy. get through. Um, oh, get favorite through, Radiohead like, album. Days. Go ahead. Good question. I think there's an argument to be made for any of them, honestly. Um, but like gut, like gut check, probably in rainbows. Easy answer, but probably in rainbows. No, that's that's viable. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. But I do think there's an argument to be made for literally any of them. Like I all think they have a lot of merit. Paul, anyway. are you going to share your favorite Radiohead album? <laughs> I mean, the one I listened to the most is probably OK Computer, but the one that got me into them was The Benz. So, like, what mm. do you go with? The one yeah, that was fun to listen to in the card was Kid A. Piss everyone off. What's that? <laughs> Greatest you go with hits. the best of Radiohead and piss everyone off for not having a proper stance. True. <laughs> that would piss me off if anyone said that was like their favorite for any artist. If someone said my favorite album is the greatest hits one, I'd be like, fuck you. There was I think it was the most like the most recent update to like Rolling Stones top 500. And there are multiple greatest hits on that list. And everybody was like, what are you doing? Like this compl- this defeats the purpose of making your list. Like, How do we feel about like dumb. a good live album, though? Because that's kind of like mm. a greatest hits, be- but it's I- chosen by. That's artist. that's like its own beast to some degree. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like they they all the sound, songs sound different because they're live versions. And I, in my opinion, some of them sound worse for it. It's rare I hear a version I like better. Yeah, it depends. I, think, I, like, I like the live version of True Love Waits <laughs> that Radiohead did. Like that's one of the few yeah. examples I can think of. I prefer the live version. They're uh, both of their from the basements are really good. I like those a lot. But then you listen to like Justice's live album where they remixed all their songs and it's like, oh, A-Cross these are so the much better. Yeah. 
No, there's like one track I like, and it's fan of 1.5, and that's it. I like I like I, all of them. They're I'll so rather good. listen to Actual Cross or even I'll listen Woman. to both. I'll <laughs> listen to both. I'm not above that. I'm going to read this next question, though. Rinku writes in and says, What's a game that you beat, not because you wanted to, not even because you liked it, but because you ended up at a point where you're like, no, fuck <laughs> you, game. You're not winning against me. <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> There have been like, a lot. <laughs> most NES games growing up, right? Probably at some point. Just like, no, like I don't even want to finish Battletoads because this level sucks, but I'm going to. I got close to this on Super Meat Boy Forever, but I did just say, I'm not having fun anymore, and I didn't finish it. I was literally like okay. this with Crackdown 1 like a month ago. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I think... One of the most prominent ones for me, though, is probably uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I was like, oh, you I finished this. it. I will. S- well, I- OK, finish is a strong word. It was <laughs> plow through no side stories. Let's just see how this like like no side quests. Let's just see how the main plot ends. And then I'm never thinking about this again because I just really it just didn't. It wasn't thing about Andromeda is it's not outright bad it is just so mediocre especially compared to what that you know series was that I just sure. I had no desire to put real time into it although it Dude, was fun making the most like bizarre like freakazoid character and then having the whole <laughs> plot point being you're a twin am I let's see the other please <laughs> yeah that game sucks as soon as I met PB, I stopped playing it. I hate that character so much. I remembered. I don't remember a single character other than my own like <laughs> Ryder twin. That was it. Yeah, I remember I nothing tell else. Tell you much about that game. Yep. There's robots. The one there. of the ships gets disappears because they were setting up for the DLC or something. That's all I remember. Yeah. I want to play uh-huh. through it one day. Eh. Hmm. All right, Paul. You got this next one. Junkie GS writes, if you could add a completion bonus to any game, which game would you pick and what would you add? Completion bonus. Like okay. get everything and you get something extra for it? I, that's yeah, how I'm interpreting I guess it. So. Yeah. Hmm. That that it's hard because you don't want it to be like too good of a thing because you're gonna be so done with that game, right? Potentially. I mean, I revisit games, so no. Okay, I guess I'm just thinking um, to myself, like if like if they added a triple jump, you got a triple jump if you collected everything. I'd be like, <laughs> I wanted this 20 hours ago. So you would just be mad. It's like, I would. I'd be like, I have nothing to do with this triple jump. <laughs> and this is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, stuff of Sunny said Mario Sunshine, a deluxe flood with all the nozzles and infinite water. That's um, that's pretty I'd good. I think I think any Mario Mario games are a good candidate for this because typically the hundred yeah. percent completion is like good a job. You did here's a star here's a certificate. I'm like thanks sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like like some sort of like I would have loved if it was like hundred percent sunshine and surprise Bob on Battlefield is in this. You just had to finish the whole game. For, you Isn't know? that what, like, so. I think Sonic Adventure 2 did that. Like, the, you unlocked Green Hill Zone if you did everything in the game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. I, I played like a lot of that game of, as a kid. I guess I never 100%ed it. I like this idea of infinite water giving you, like, unlimited ammo or whatever 
because that yeah. would break the game. But it's like, OK, because I don't need a challenge anymore. I did all the challenge. That sure. would just be kind of fun. Yeah. Unlim- unlimited of a power weapon or like invincibility. Those are like the, the easiest and more most fun ones. This is the way to break the game after you've played through it. Can confirm have played Resident Evil games. It's fun going back through stuff with infinite <laughs> ammo. And the yeah, Chicago typewriter and all those other sweet guns. And a rocket launcher. Yeah. Can confirm. It's fun. Huh. I had no idea Green Hill Zone was in Sonic Adventure 2. No idea. I played so much. I guess I just was never very good at it <laughs> as a kid. That's cool. It's okay. That game's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, but when it's one of like two GameCube games you have. You, yeah. you don't a have lot. a choice. Yeah, as a kid, you don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah, yeah when when it's sure. Sonic Adventure Two or Amazing Island, you're bouncing between the two an awful lot. I mean, there's a point where I, all parents hear need to sit their kids down Amazing and tell Island. them about Sonic Adventure Two. <laughs> I did have uh, there was a time my brother and I this kid we convinced our like I, was a mom, I don't remember which, whether it was our mom or dad to let us get another GameCube memory card because we ran out of space and as such we had to let one of the chows go. And Sonic Adventure 2, my brother was very little at the time, and it made him cry, like, all night. And so they were like, we'll get another memory card so you don't have to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. Oh, man. Uh, Is it my turn? Yes. Mm -hmm. BGC Kenny writes in and says, John complained that the difficulty of the Spider-Man DLC spikes up from the base game, which I agree with. I'd argue that it should be as hard, if not a little easier, than the end game for the base game. I noticed that whenever there's a bit more game after the final boss or area, it's always a little harder. How come games rarely, if ever, give you a victory lap? A time after the game is over for you to demonstrate your mastery over areas or enemies that are like ten times lower than where you are just for fun. I've done the challenge, so let me go hog wild. I feel like this kind of plays off of the last thing we just said, actually. Last yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Huh. I mean, the easy that's, answer is a lot of games just scale the difficulty, yeah. and like that's yeah. why <laughs> that's, that's why exactly it feels why. like that. But mm-hmm. um, it know, is interesting looking at the Bloodborne DLC earlier. Though. Yeah, the, the DLC. The, 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 I completely agree with this. By the way, this is yeah. yes, correct. <laughs> this was very true for those games, or for that game rather. Um, but I mean, you do have something like a like a you know I mentioned Bloodborne earlier. Souls games you can go back and just stomp over earlier enemies because they're yeah. they're they're you know designated by area they don't level with you so like you absolutely can do that uh should you choose to it's kind of that's interesting all, with those games too to mind, though. because it's you as the player leveling up in that mm. instance and knowing how to play that game so the victory yeah. lap is you just like playing a lot of it and knowing how to take yeah. care of every situation it's kind of a yeah. weird situation in that. Case, yeah, well, sure. it's. I mean, especially with Sekiro, because Sekiro, yeah. you the player are just getting better. Like your 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 actual upgrades are so minimal compared to just your skill improving. Yeah, for sure. It's mm-hmm. also kind of interesting that he's talking about Spider Man because Miles Morales kind of does have a victory lap thing where it ends yeah. and then you go around collecting voicemails uh, from a character mm-hmm. in the game. And uh, it's just kind of you going around the city one last time. And I think that's just kind of an interesting way they did that. But yeah, yeah, that DLC uh, is garbage for Spider-Man. Holy crap. I didn't like that. Uh, Which sucks. It's the only time they put Black Cat in like a sensible place and like 
Yeah. Yeah. A lot of little the things challenges like from what uh, Screwball, I think was her name, were very difficult. I fucking difficult hated Screwball. The, oh, the, screwball. The, the, like, the like platinum, the ultimate level like rewards for them or the like ultimate scores and times were like very difficult to pull off. Yeah. It wouldn't be as bad if you didn't hear her going like, uh, uh, photo bomb! Photo bomb! <laughs> yeah. Constantly. Yeah. It's a cool concept for a villain, though. Like, I gotta give yeah. him that. Um, all right. Rasterman7 asks, what was the last edutainment game that made you feel like you learned something by the end of it? Interesting. <laughs> Treasure Man Storm. the last edutainment game I played would have been. The first thing that comes to mind is Treasure Math Storm. That's all I can think of. Putt-Putt saves the zoo because I learned cars can run zoos. Um, yeah. I don't remember it now because it's been years. Legitimately, I learned uh, Hiragana and Katakana from those games. Like how to read it. <laughs> so there huh. was that, but I haven't used it. Okay. So, I guess for a serious answer, probably Carmen Sandiego because uh, I was about to yeah. say the same thing. They always have some good knowledge in that. Totally. Yeah, those are fun. Clue Finders were pretty cool. Clue Finders, I think it's the third grade one where they go to like the mysterious island with like the monkey people. It's a good game. I definitely played some like Magic School Bus game, but I didn't pay attention to anything going on and just played it like a platformer. So I didn't learn much. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only answer I got. What about like a oh. Jeopardy game or something like that? Hmm. Just some trivia nonsense. Learn some like. Did you see? Facts. There's a thing now where you can play along with previously aired episodes of Jeopardy. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, and it, like cool. it compares your score to the three contestants at the end of the episode to see if you would have won. There's no way I would win. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to try, really. But it'd be yeah. interesting to know. Cool concept. Totally. All right. Last question from Dead in Sky. Uh, who do you think, who do you want to be the new voice of Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, yeah, because yeah, Roger the voice actor announced he retired today from uh, Sonic. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, Ben Schwartz is like the easy answer, yeah. but I don't want to say that. Oh, okay. Gilbert I mean, that's Godfrey. the answer. <laughs> I mean, that's another easy answer for sure. Yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito. Let's get all of them out of the way. Get, yeah, <laughs> get them all out of the way real quick. Yeah. I mean, Alan Alda. <laughs> oh man, I actually would want that. That would be great. Yeah. This yeah. is another joke one, but I wouldn't. I would be for it. Patrick Warburger. Patrick okay. Warburton would be great. It would Sonic. be pretty good. Of Sonic, Hedgehog, run. Gotta go fast. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, I mean, honestly. One of the like one of the two main guys behind Venture Brothers. Now that I'm thinking of it, Patrick Warburton could probably do a pretty decent job. Oh, now okay, uh, I John think H. Benjamin. I would love John H. Benjamin to do it. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's so much easier to come up with joke ones than actual ones. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, totally. like what is Sonic's voice basically? Like a bratty teenager, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I can't think of a lot of like teen actors off the top. Zach Efron is he still working? Yeah, he's still working, but he's definitely not a okay. teen anymore. That's true. 
All right, that's going to do it for questions. Again, if you want to send in a question for next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, our Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, what's your game of the week? I didn't explain this to Tony. Out of all the games you played this week, what's your what's the best one? What's your game of the week? Um, I mean, I guess I just got to <laughs> say Bloodborne. Because that game's right. a masterpiece. And I was playing it like a couple hours ago. I'm going to give mine to Hitman 3. I'm going to give mine to Toho Spellbubble. I mean, I'll say Cyber Shadow because I haven't finished the medium. and uh, really? You're I not going to say Donut County? I, I feel bad that three of us played Cyber Shadow. None of us are going to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I enjoyed it, but listen, vote. I also played Bloodborne, and it's that's a hard one to beat. You also played Hitman 3. <laughs> I actually have not touched Hitman 3 in a couple days, so I couldn't, in fairness... Say I played it this week. <laughs> okay, fair uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, and with that, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm not going to say Donut County. I was just going to answer your question. It's cute, oh, okay. but it's too short. Don't, okay. Um, that's going to pretty much do it. Um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, stay tuned because we're doing our bonus show of Call of the Sea after this. Um, in relation to our Patreon, the February game has been announced, and it is Cyber Shadows, so we're <laughs> talking in depth about that at the end of the month um and once again i want to thank tony for being here and if you want again plug your stuff for everyone who made it to the end of the show Uh, well yeah thank you all so much for having me um yeah so as as i said um i'm running a youtube channel called framework it's a video essay channel so if that's what you're into um i think i got some pretty fun ones going on um covered a bunch of different games i play like a new kind of dumb character every time too um so easiest way to get to that is just tinyurl.com slash framework yt uh that'll take you right there on twitter it's at framework underscore video and i am personally at chaingun pope on twitter so uh yeah you know if you're listening to this show then you like games i like them too so let's uh you know let's hang out and talk about them some more there's another place you can do that right on Sweet. all right and that's gonna do it we'll see you guys next week bye bye Nice being you, dude. Thank you.